the broadcast, the biggest podcast in Vancouver, pretty much. We participate in light misandry. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Sexism. All of our societal structures are designed in ways to inherently prejudice women. Coach's Corner was kind of like my bathroom break. I don't like to be bamboozled. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun. Hello and welcome to the broadcast. Uh, I'm Sam and I'm here with Georgia and Mallory. Um, we are recording on our regular Wednesday, I think for the first time in a really long time. <laughs> yes. So, good job to us. Uh, we're going to start with our highs and lows and oh, this is, this is a nice high. We got a review for the first time in a very long time. So if you have not yet sent in a review for us, uh, please do feel free to leave it on Apple Podcasts or if you can't just send us a DM. Uh, we are open to any suggestions you might have. Uh, so our high this week is we got a lovely review. It was a five-star review titled, I've tried a lot of hockey podcasts and this is my favorite by far. So many great takes on hockey dot, 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 and F1. Which yes, is let's go. <laughs> So we'll thanks let for me that. talk about it more. <laughs> thanks for that review. Uh, we love it. Uh, I would say our other high is that we had a very productive planning session and we are like officially declaring ourselves out of our flop era. That is true. We are, I mean, we don't want to like prematurely declare it. Like yeah. it's not like we're, we're, know. we're, we're, like, we're, we're we don't get out just, of it. We're, we're making progress towards I don't want to like preemptively like we are and then just because it's not like it was a planned flop era either no I think it's more I think it's more that we want to acknowledge the flop era happened (laughs) yes we are now prepared it happens to the best of us yeah exactly (laughs) and we are now prepared to exit it yes so um if you're listening, thanks for sticking with us through the flop era. And uh, we are very excited for, for everything we have planned, everything, everything we're doing. Yeah. And like I said, if you have any suggestions, anything you want to hear about, anything you want to talk about, just DM us. You know where to find us. Um, lows. Do we have any lows? Um, COVID. Yeah, Mal has yeah, I got COVID. COVID last week. That was probably the low. That's gonna make it my low for me, but um, you know, um, I would like to take this moment before I explain my low, which is that <laughs> Vanessa won our fucking fantasy, our broadcast fantasy. I literally forgot it existed, okay, <clears throat> and I'm pretty okay. sure I lost. So, but the reason why I remembered that we did a fantasy league <laughs> is because Tommy Fam slapped Jock Peterson <laughs> before. <laughs> The Reds played the Giants because he was in a buy-in league, uh, like an NFL fantasy football league. And Jock Peterson was like stashing players on his IR. And so Tommy Pham slapped him and then was like, Mike Trout is the worst commissioner of all time because he was the commissioner. And then Mike Trout said, I've never met a commissioner who hasn't been booed before. (laughs) And then I was like, oh shit, we did a fantasy league. Who won? fucking Vanessa because it was so it was just dudes being dudes um but yeah Yeah. I 
I lost. It was such a dude's rock moment. Like you, you cannot deny that. Yeah. I lost 1000% you did. I lost 1000% because, uh, Austin Matthews was on my bench for the entire time that he was on that, like 60 goals in 60 day or whatever, whatever the fuck it was like his tear. Uh, so, you know, but I deserved it because I picked him and I don't like him. So it's fine. I think I stopped setting my lineup in like November. Okay. I'm very happy about this. At least like I came in second, at least as you guys were like, I didn't care. Cause actually in my other fantasy league, I'm like extremely mad. I mean, now fantasy has been over for however long, but my friend who like, it was, I literally was like, can you, we need like an extra person. I was like, do you want to play fantasy hockey? Like right now, like we like need to, this extra person to draft. And he was like, yeah, I've never played it, like, but it'll be fine. He's like, I played fantasy football. He literally then went and beat every single one of my friends in the regular <laughs> season. He was just number one. And then it was like people who like he did not know. And they're like, who is this guy? And I was like, sorry, sorry That's for so bringing funny. him here. But I don't think he won in like the playoffs, but he definitely won regular season. And Lynn was like rubbing it in my face. It's just like the Tommy fam thing is also just like this, this trajectory that we're on now with the slapping incidents. It's just the latest. That is true. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Also like. <laughs> it's very Shakespearean. Yeah. And like slapping somebody is such just like a. It's like such a like rom-com, like assault to pick out of any of the things. Like getting slapped to me is very early 2000s. <laughs> he was, I think he was mad. getting slapped now without thinking of Will Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's impossible. It is impossible. But it is hilarious. Yes. So that's like both a low and a high because the low is that Vanessa won. And the high is that this incident occurred and it was very funny. All right. So those were our highs and our lows. Um, if you have not left us a review, please do give us five stars and yeah, we love to hear from you. You know where to find us. I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) Um, okay. So we are now in the conference finals, Avs Oilers and Rangers Lightning. And we're going to do a quick, uh, Recap. We're going to do a quick recap of game one of the Owls Oilers and then probably give our predictions. And then we'll do Rangers Lightning. So, what did you guys think of the clusterfuck that was game one? I thought um, it was so expected. One, it was rigged, and two, um, I love uh, West- Western Conference hockey because it is objectively bad. And that's like the type of hockey that I like to see. I remember who tweeted this, but I saw the most accurate tweet last night, which was Eastern Conference Finals, goaltending showdown, Western Conference Finals. What is goaltending? <laughs> it's so that true. Was, that's true. I, all I could think of, oh, all I always think about today, like, so the game's currently 1-1, the Tampa mm-hmm. Rangers game. And I was like, I wonder if there's anyone who, who never watched hockey before, tuned in last night to watch whatever the fuck that was. I was like, wow, hockey's insane. This is really great. I'm going to watch today and then turn on the TV. <laughs> it's like an entirely different sport. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, but which would you rather watch 82 games of? 
Mm. Okay, interesting. The thing is that I actually probably, I mean, I would say high scoring, whatever, but I will say maybe 82 games of that would get, it would get old. So. I was, I was actually thinking about this today too, because it's like, okay, so I like chaos hockey. I think it's super fun because goals are fun. But there is also something about like close, like really tight games, like the anticipation of a goal being scored. Well, it's um, still a really tight game. Technically like seven, six. Seven, eight. No, I know. But like <laughs> we're watching that game at one point, at one point, um, the lighting were up by whatever. And we were like, oh, Edmonton can come back and still win this game. Like you just knew that was a possibility. Or is there something about like, there is something about like the anticipation and like the, the nervous energy about um, when it's like one, nothing, but yeah, give me the goals. Like, I mean, I'd rather that have is like goals. actually diving into like other sports. That is like the argument, like For against soccer, soccer a lot yeah. <laughs> is that they don't score much. And soccer then, I mean, obviously the argument on the... basketball against basketball is like, yeah, they score almost every possession. Yeah. So um, maybe delves more into what other sports you're interested in. <laughs> I mean, it's just like watching people, like watching someone block a shot doesn't excite me. Like that's, I'm not, I, I know like on the bench or whatever, they always say, Ooh, they get so excited, but like watching someone, maybe watching someone make like a really good defensive play. If they like skate back and like mm-hmm. back check or something, that's kind of cool. Um, but like watching teams play the trap is the, is a horror. We lived through that experience. It was atrocious. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> so it uh, like just objectively offense is more entertaining um, for most people, I would say. So as Oilers, as are currently up one nothing early in the series, there's lots of really, really good storylines going into into the series obviously mcdavid mckinnon uh mccarr tyson berry nazim kadri like there's there's just so much going on in the series that they could market and so far they've done absolutely none of it and I think that's deeply hilarious um but what is your what is your favorite storyline that you are looking for i mean it's not a storyline as i want to see Connor mcdavid do cool things that's my storyline every single time I tune into hockey, specifically when I will literally turn on an Oilers game. I'm like, well, maybe Connor McDavid's going to do something cool. I so. mean, it's it's McDavid versus McKinnon, I think. Like, Yeah, but I don't want to see Nathan McKinnon do anything cool. I only want to see Connor McDavid do cool things. You don't want to see him eat ass. <laughs> Is that cool? I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. That's a whole different conversation. Um, yeah, it's McDavid, McDavid versus McKinnon and, like, getting to see them do, like, crazy things at high speeds. Also, like, the other storyline is just the goaltending. Like, who's going to have the worst goaltending? And it's pretty even right now. Though, the Avs, we don't know if they're going to have Darcy Kemper back. So, he took himself out of the game because he reportedly could not see the puck. Yeah. seems bad. You know, like perhaps you shouldn't have started the game, my friend, after taking a stick to your eye last series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paolo Francis is actually not 
a bad goalie. So I would, I would argue that he's actually better than Mike Smith. I mean, a shooter tutor is better than Mike Smith currently. I mean, he was good in April. He's also like, I think he's just terrible in first games of series. Like historically, he's really bad in them. So, I mean, he was obviously really bad in the first round and the second round. He, it's, it wasn't that he was good in the second round. It was just that Jacob Markstrom was surprisingly bad. Yeah. I always have been saying that Mike Smith is just a kid who got in too deep with playing goalie. Like he definitely maybe around age, like 11 or 12 realized he wanted to be a defenseman. And they said, we already bought all this equipment. And also we don't have another goalie on the team. So you have to play it. You have to keep playing this. And he's like, what if I can do both? And you're like, actually you can't, but, um, so that's why he likes playing the puck so much is because he doesn't want to be a goalie. He just got in too deep. Actually makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. Who do you think is going to win the series? What are your predictions? My uh, predictions are abs in five, but I don't want that to be true. <laughs> um, mm, I mean, I think the abs are going to win, but I honestly don't. I, this game, they could sweep them or this could go seven. Like, I have no clue because I do think that Edmonton will win at least one game at home. Like, I don't, I don't, I think they'll do that, but. Uh, like it, this, I, I have no clue. This series makes no sense. Like, I mean, even viewing game one, you have the exact same like barometer of what you had before going into the series. Like it did not give you any good indications of how it's going to go. Like also like whoever wins this series, like have fun playing the Rangers or Tampa, like have fun playing Tampa specifically. <laughs> yeah, but, um, like- I'm sorry. I'm I'm also not sure they can handle the Rangers. I just don't think it's going to happen for you if they like whatever. Anyway, it'll be, uh, it'll be quite interesting to see, but yeah, I definitely, I think the, I think the abs just like outweigh them by like, they have better defense, like, uh, not just because they're not defensive defensemen, but like offensive defensemen, I think that like will push them over the edge. But Sam, I'm assuming you think Colorado's gonna win. <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna go Colorado in six. I think Devo wins two games. Also, like Colorado, but they could fucks sweep it around. Like Colorado fucks around. Yeah. Like they yeah. fucked around against St. Louis. Exactly. Yeah. Oilers are really good at also getting players, getting teams to somehow play down to their level. Yeah. It's like, they're like spending so much time, like focusing on McDavid that they like 100% forget like any other port part of playing hockey. But But the issue with the Oilers and like, this is something I feel like it's happened probably more times than it's true, but they score a goal. And then within a minute, they they give up a goal like they just don't like there's something weird about whatever happens like they score a goal and then they just like totally ease off and then it's like 
they just let <laughs> do you, like we obviously saw the like four goals in a minute 11 or whatever it was but then it also happened last night like and, and it's happened like at other points in the series and it's like, you can't you can't do that not to be Wayne Gretzky about this but like <laughs> you can't <laughs> doesn't work okay um now that we have the hockey part of the series out of the way the important question is what is Lauren Kyle one going to do for the Western <laughs> Conference Finals like do you think she can make an uglier jacket yeah, she hasn't even started including glitter, feathers, sequins, tassels. There's no lace on it. She could be sewing lace. What I think, okay, here's my plan for this jacket. This is, I don't think that she can get this around for the Western Conference Finals. So we actually need the Oilers to go to the Stanley Cup. So it's like a bluish, like pleathery jacket. And, but it has like little like lace epaulets essentially. And then also it's done using like the like orange graffiti-esque like lettering and also, but that's glittery. Hmm. I was going to say- Also it has fringe on the arms. I like how much thought you've given. I literally am coming up with this right as I'm speaking right now. <laughs> I'm just like- <laughs> I do think that it's going to be blue. Like it's going to be navy because she's already done orange and white. Yeah, that's true. And she feels like someone who would do navy. Like would just carry If on. she doesn't come through with new ones, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I don't know because they hired, they actually hired like an artist to to paint all of those jackets for the last round. He's some Instagram artist. True. He has like 20,000 followers. But like, um really believe yeah. hasn't done like minimalist so i was gonna say marble <laughs> marble she, print jacket. here's the thing here's how lauren kyle one can come back around lean in lean into who the internet thinks you are you know people i don't think the, i don't think the internet thinks of her because i don't think anybody thinks about her as much as like you and i think about her <laughs> <laughs> like that's true but like we think about her probably the most the fact that I like don't even refer to her as Lauren Kyle she's specifically Lauren Kyle one there's no spaces <laughs> like she I don't know. yeah no I think people think of her because she was in that stupid architectural digest video yeah but they're not even thinking about her long enough to be critical yeah it's true it's fine she probably doesn't have this the cojones to lean in i guess we'll find out um i like don't even i don't page. even know if i just saw in her bio lauren kyle one cookbook coming soon no <laughs> no no an instagram for it already it says cookbook coming soon by paul swanson what this is actually shocking no, you need to go to her page right now. I just. Oh my God. Design your table like you would design your home. And here's this completely beige photo. Like the <laughs> fact that it's blown out doesn't even count because this is just what it looks like. No. Lauren got one. Why is she doing this to us? I'm like, because I'm the reason is I'm going to buy it. Photos. I'm going to buy this cookbook. You know, I am. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just like toast. The extremely 
but it's also like you know she's not like you know it's like ghost written like she's not recipe (laughs) it's ghost cooked (laughs) no i know it's like she's not recipe testing and like (laughs) there's no fucking way i just i want to know who like the target audience is yeah like listen i understand Kristen cavallari doing cookbooks whatever like she's got a whole lifestyle thing going but like like mallory said who is going to buy this cookbook other than maybe the three of us oh my god i have a lot of questions um yeah okay i'm so confused by her entire existence okay it's gonna be great it's gonna be great i'm really excited for this cookbook That's what I'm saying, though. Like, the thing is that, like, nobody thinks about her as much as, like, we do. So nobody's going to buy this. Nobody else is excited for this. We need hockey wives back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine. Um, It'd be too echoey. They couldn't film in their house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Last, last point on the Avs Oilers. Before we go to Rangers Lightning, let's talk about what offside is. Oh. Hand it over to Georgia because you're the neutral party here. Okay, here's the thing. There's a couple of things that go into how you view this play. I hate how much I've thought about this. It's actually embarrassing. There's two distinct things. First is if you are someone who agrees with spirit of the rule or letter of the law. That's a deciding factor. The second thing that goes into this play is that everything that's happening in the play and everything that they're saying, so they're saying like he dumped the puck in or like all that kind of stuff and the guy tagged because it was a delayed offside. All that stuff, which normally we think about when we watch hockey, whether it's someone dumping the puck in or someone tagging up on a delayed offside, all that we think of it in like a much larger distance of ice space and a much more prolonged period of time. Whereas what was happening in the play, what McCarr did is it, all of the stuff, like whether he's dumping the puck in the person tagging, just like happened in literally a nanosecond. So I think it's hard for people to comprehend because it, it's just happening. Like it's just happening too fast in it's happening too quickly for us to acknowledge that that's how the rule works because in our brains the way we see it is like is different did I think it was offside yeah I fucking did think it was offside (laughs) like uh in my view uh, and it goes back to again spirit of the ruler letter of the law the spirit of the rule for me is like he has possession of the puck letter of the law is he's not touching the puck it's not on his stick and I think like people like have brought up a lot of plays where uh, the goal also counted, whether it was, they kept showing last night on the broadcast, the Coyotes game where this happened, Michael Bunting. And then the, it, this has happened a couple of times to the Canucks as well. But I also was thinking about how many times a ref has called that play offside, which obviously hasn't resulted in a goal, which I feel like is a lot of times. And the fact that like no one actually knew, (laughs) it's like a really bad sign. Like NHL players, scouts, 
like the broadcast was shocked. There was like 10 seconds of silence after they announced it because they were like, oh, it's so obviously offside. Um, the fact that like no one knew or was able to articulate that is, is just another sign of like the issues with the NHL and their rules, which there's no consistency. And there's also no real clarity with the way that they're written or the way that they're interpreted. So uh, that needs to get fixed. But like he... T- in my like when I first saw it, I said he was offside, but like he's not. He's technically not. If you want to go, sorry, Mal. I know. Well, that's like absolutely fine because I know that I I one hundred percent acknowledge myself as being a person in um like board games in particular that I change the rules to fit me winning. So <laughs> in my narrative of this game, actually, he still was offside. Yeah, I mean, so. the, the thing is, like, I think that you can argue it either way, and that's clearly a problem. Like, yeah, and I mean, like, obviously, it's just such, yeah, it just epitomizes the, normally when we're complaining about officiating in the playoffs, it is about, like, lack of penalties given and stuff of that nature. So it is very weird to have this as also speaking of penalties given though how do you feel about penalties being given for um failed challenges because much like the like delay of game puck over glass thing seems as if it's something that's like antiquated and no longer needs to exist and maybe it exists because there was a problem that's what I mean but like yeah I think there's like there's some interesting stuff that like baseball does with challenges so like um, you just, you lose your ability to challenge if you lose, um, if you lose a challenge, but then they also have a thing where, um, they have an interesting thing where in baseball, they will sometimes like, they have two things, like they either overrule it or they just acknowledge that there's not enough like evidence to conclusively determine. Mm-hmm. And that changes the way that things go. And I think that happens sometimes in hockey, but I don't know. The penalty is a bit harsh, <laughs> but also yeah, the they penalty, want more penalties. Like the penalty is harsh. Um, and I will like circle back to that, but I, okay. First off, I agree with Georgia. When I watched, I was like, yeah, that's offside. It's offside. Like, and I think anyone watching the play, I think like 99% of people watching the play would objectively think that was offside. And it wasn't until like, we got all the explanations and you looked at the specific wording of the rule that I was like, okay, maybe that's not offside. But if you have to get to the point where like, it was too pedantic for me, mm-hmm. like I literally was reading the rule and was like, this is stupid. Like, I don't need to devote this much time to reading the language of an NHL rule. Like, what is the point of the rule if you have to do that? Like, if you need to be able to explain to someone requiring that level of detail, the rule is pointless. Um, so it's the issue is like the delayed offside, like the fact that they, yeah. they still maintain delayed offsides. Like you yeah. either take delayed offsides out or you just take out the fucking blue line. Like, but what they should actually take out is the magic chain rule because challenges for offsides are stupid. Yes. Like, sorry, if it's still, if it's that close where, unless it was like an absolute blown call, which rarely happens for offside, it's, I hate it. I hate it. Like, that's not a, that is not a call that would have been controversial otherwise like people would have been like oh it was pretty close on the ice the it that's an easy one to miss this is only an issue because of the magic chain rule 
which needs to die. Yeah, that's fair. What did you think about the Coleman kick? I thought or which one do you more... think was worse? Was I thought the Coleman kick was, was, I think I tweeted this. I thought that goal was more onside than Coleman's kick was distinct. <laughs> I think this was a better call than the Coleman goal. I, he did not, I kind of, but the thing is that I also think that like, I mean, like how I said earlier, even about how, like, I think that the other sports you watch inform how you think about like a lot of other sports is that I thought that the Coleman kick was like as much of like, it's like a handball situation. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's like, well, damn, that really sucks then. Like, yeah. Um, that's just like, you have a body (laughs) like that sucks. Well, and it's also um, like, if so I have... definitely actually, I viewed it as more of a penalty, but I was just like, the distinct kicking motion didn't even need to have like the distinction in his brain to kick his foot. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think like so. the, you have, you have a big issue when you have your own players don't know how the rule works because Coleman was like, he basically acknowledged that he knew that he was like guiding the puck or that his, he was going to hit the puck with his foot, but in his head, it wasn't an issue. And so he didn't try and avoid it in the split second he had, because he was like, I'm not kicking. You have fucking players that don't know how your rules work. Like that's a big problem because the way that the rule is interpreted is that like, even if they push the puck in with their foot, which like the fact that all like, I mean, Twitter's is obviously a small like smidgen, but the fact that we've had multiple times in the last week where literally no one has known the rules. And like, I've watched hockey for almost 30 years. I played for like 15 Uh, you guys have watched for probably almost 30 years, like, and then all these other people and they don't know how the rule works like that. That's bad. (laughs) And like the NHL is just like, no, we're, we're not going to fix our rule book because that will take too long. So it's too hard. It's too hard. What Ray Ferraro said he was told, which is absurd. Like, sorry, I'm sure the NHL has an entire in-house team slash they have the money to hire a lawyer who could just go through and rewrite it yeah not me I don't want to do it it's way too fucking pedantic no thanks (laughs) but someone else can do it like there are people whose job it is who can do this it's fine yeah all right well it wouldn't be the playoffs without refereeing being an issue but I'm sure there will be more as we continue on Oh my God. Yeah. More goaltender interference and no one knows what that is either. Um, okay. Switching over to Eastern conference, AKA what is it like to have good goalies slash I think we're cheering for Tyler Mont. That's correct. I think it's we more have... that Mallory's cheering against Corey Perry. You are correct. Also, we <laughs> cannot allow this to happen. Um, Corey Perry has literally been in, could be in three consecutive Stanley Cup finals. It's because he's like team shopping. I mean, like good for so good for him, I guess. But so how does he keep getting on these teams? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that the tides have slightly turned in the um 
Lightning and Rangers game. We thought it was going to be far more low scoring, but the second period is happening now and is four two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see who scored though. We are obviously rooting for Taylor Mont. Obviously, it's actually really cute. So people, ta- anytime Taylor Mont does anything, like we get tagged in it. Like our mentions just blow up, and so like I always know, no matter what, he can do anything, and people tag us in it. It's very nice. But then I was like, oh, I'm just going to name search him to see. And it's just like all these Rangers fans being like, he's so hardworking. And like, like just saying all this stuff, which is why we were like, we love Tyler Mott is because he like tries really hard and he never gives up on plays and like all that kind of stuff. It was really sweet. Like, oh, and then, um, then he scored. So that was really nice. He is such, I, I love how we have aggressively like put ourselves behind him <laughs> just out of because he's a very that's such a nice person to be associated with of like true. people being like oh they love him yeah just be like oh Tyler Watt did something let me make sure we tell them because they love him and it's like that's so sweet because the reason we like him is also because he's like a good person um I really don't have much to say about the series other than like the goaltending will be good. I did see like, I mean, it's obviously the Rangers have scored four goals, but, um, uh, is it Shesterkin? Okay. Mm-hmm. I just had like a momentary panic. Um, Shesterkin was playing like really well in the first period. There was some barrages upon him and he was playing really well, which is honestly after last night, real nice to see. <laughs> I'm specifically cheering against Alex Korn and Patrick Roon. Which lines up with with Melchior. We also like we said from the start we don't want Florida teams to win anything. So because Ron DeSantis sucks. I don't know if that's correct. Yeah. Okay. So what's also, your prediction? Like, I do really like Mika's Benajad and Chris Kreider's really fun. Like the Rangers are actually really fun. So it would make for an interesting. Also, as glorious that they eliminated. Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> the fact that Carolina couldn't win at home or like couldn't win on the road and then they lost it. Yeah, anyway, it was very good. Very nice. Um, well, I mean, I think this one's going to go seven. I'll say Rangers, even though I picked Tampa to go to the finals. No, I, mean, I think it'll be the Lightning as much as I don't want it to. So both on my rat, like the other way, and I was like, oh, the Avalanche are going to win the series. And I think the Lightning are going to win this series. But the rational part of my brain wants, the irrational part of my brain wants and desperately like thinks that an Oilers Rangers finals would be incredible. It would be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, I'm also, also gonna... you can like market the shit out of that. And also, you could get every single person in attendance to wear a Gretzky shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> You could give them away. You could ask it like front. You'd be like, okay, which one do you want? I wonder if TNT has the finals this year. If it's ESPN, because if TNT has the finals and it's Edmonton, because I always Rangers. see people in Gretzky Ranger jerseys, and I'm like, because it's the last okay. two years. They, but like the thing is that it's because it's the most like classic jersey. I mean, in the U.S. to have. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. guess, but. I literally have seen so many people with that. I only remember him playing for the Rangers. Well, because, because I was 
<laughs> because by the time he like was at the end of his career that I was too young but so I remember I distinctly remember his retirement game when he like skated around the ice for forever um I will say that I've seen people in blues Gretzky jerseys too which is actually I think is funnier than a Rangers one didn't he only play for the blues for like half a season or something or like that is why it's extremely (laughs) like really short amount of time right weird but his wife's from there not even because he lives there and the like he lives there i think what like he has a house there yeah because um uh what's her face is from st louis really i just assumed he lived in la we need to do a patreon about the paulina gretzky wedding at some point yes (laughs) Not the trade, the Pauline Gretzky one. That's the priority. We specifically, it has to be about the dress. We have to talk about this dress. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. But we talked about it. Janet's dress is really good, though. If we're talking about all weddings, Janet's dress is so good. I mean, like, it's so good. Like, it's like the 80s, but it's so good. Like, going back, do you think Lauren Kyle one would uh, televise her wedding? like Janet and Wayne. Did. I think that she would. I don't think Connor would let her. <laughs> Just imagining. I, I'm David imagining like the level of like have him having to like, say that he loved someone on television. <laughs> he would have a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, televised weddings. What like, she time. absolutely would be like, yes, we need to do this. And he'd be like, I, I can't be there. I mean, <laughs> she's doing like a fucking glorious. cookbook. So she's already an influencer, like. Attempting to be. Yeah. Um, I don't think I gave my prediction. I'm going to say, oh, yeah. I'm going to say Rangers in seven. I think the lightning are going to get goalied. And I think that would be deeply funny. They also still don't have Braden Point and like he's not gonna come back. He like there's no <laughs> he's apparently trying. Well, I mean, I say that and then also like Chris kind of played with like a broken back and like yeah. what the fuck? Like these people are oh yeah. Um some ranger definitely has a broken ankle. Well, like in Dry has like a sprained ankle, like a high ankle sprain he's been playing through. So which is really not gonna help him in the series. Um, okay, we have gone deeply, deeply off the rails. <laughs> we I'm... don't have to do the other topics. <laughs> we can talk about the... I don't know. <laughs> they both seem like they require more... Yeah, I think they require more brain cells than we have right now. <laughs> Intellectualism. <laughs> than the amount that we've been talking about Lauren Kyle one. That's true. We can, we can save them. Yeah, not them. really time sensitive. No. Okay. Uh, we had two really serious topics that we were going to talk about, and we're not we're not going to do we're it not. this week because the we're going to keep it light a and fun. Fire. <laughs> we're going to keep it light and fun and not go into the serious stuff because it's June the first. It's like kind of sunny. Just enjoy life. Just ignore ignore the shit. Okay. Um, okay. Three stars of the week. Who are your stars? Every, um, week. Every week we come to this point and I think I forgot to think of a star. <laughs> even though uh, I write them in the fucking thoughts every week. <laughs> okay, go Mal. Pick it. your F1 Oh, person. you wrote three stars. Okay, my star for the week is Charlotte Leclerc, who um, actually 
really fucked up the Monaco Grand Prix um, once again. Um, as a very long saga, he has like a very depressing like saga of like it's very I've like referred to him as like a Byronic hero before, and I really think he is. And he's from Monaco, the Monaco Grand Prix, like the most famous Formula One race was this weekend, and he was on pole, and then they like Ferrari screwed up his strategy. Like it was like supposed to be like the one of a dream because last year he was on pole and they couldn't even start the race because he crashed. Um, he also crashed some old vintage Ferrari on a demonstration like a couple weeks ago. Um, he just has really bad luck around Monaco. The crashing the old famous Ferrari was really funny in my opinion. Like hmm. he like took some like historic. It would be like if when Kim was wearing Marilyn's dress, she like ripped a giant hole in it. But like worse because it's a car crash. Oh my god! So, we have to talk um, about that at some point. Yeah. So that was the dumbest internet discourse. Discourse, maybe ever. Okay, but anyway, um, I actually want to say that I'm giving him the star because um, it was yet another L. Everyone thought that he was actually gonna like it was gonna be the payoff to all of this, and actually it wasn't the payoff at all. It was in the like later movie that they're making of this a la rush or whatever um he has yet another failure to add to this tally because at some point he has to win right maybe yes i don't know you're talking to two people who like i don't know what well, a I'm poll saying, is. like hypothetically you would think <laughs> is that what you said he's in the poll he's on the poll or something he's on poll okay he was starting from first place I need to go back and listen to the episode you did with Allison. That, I don't think she asked any more productive questions, though, because she also so didn't know what I was talking about. Didn't you guys just talk okay. about Bobby or, or Dale Earnhardt Jr.? <laughs> yeah, she thought that he was a Formula One driver. Today, she said to me that she'd, quote, never watched a sport. And I said, I would believe that. I've been to sporting <laughs> events with you, but I literally would believe that it's possible you haven't. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. Um, okay, my star of the week is Hillary Knight, who had a great feature written in The Athletic, where she discussed just a bunch of stuff about her identity as a uh, woman athlete, but then also like her queer identity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really great article that kind of gets at a lot of the problems of sport and the male gaze which we, which we obviously subvert every week here on this podcast. So give it a read. Follow her on Instagram. She posts a lot of workout stuff. She's very cool. Also very good at hockey. And she's, I found out by this article, she's like five foot 11. She's 185 pounds. It's bigger than my boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you cannot tell me that she could not have played for the Vancouver Canucks at any point in the last 10 years. And like, been worse than whoever the fuck we had on our fourth line i will fight anyone who says otherwise um my star of the week is really more of like an anti-star of the week (laughs) but my star of the week is jordan bennington (laughs) oh my god (laughs) for the absolutely unintentionally hilarious clown quote he gave about throwing the water bottle at Nazem Kadri. 
because he started by acknowledging that he did not think that Kadri intentionally injured him, said it was a hockey play, and then proceeded to give the world's longest rambling answer about why he thought it was a good idea to throw a plastic water bottle at Nazem Kadri while he was in the middle of a press conference. Which was what, Sam? What was the reason? Um, He was... (laughs) coming back to the rink from getting his knee checked out and he couldn't find a recycling bin on his way down the hallway. And then he saw Kadri doing his interview and, you know, he had, he was in a knee brace limping down the hallway and he quote, just felt like it was a God given opportunity. (laughs) He followed it up. He followed it up with, I could just stay silent and go in the room or I could say something and just have him look me in the eye and understand what's going on. Something to think about. Yeah, I just threw the water bottle. It's like, wait, but you did in fact stay silent. He did not look you in the eye because he was doing a press conference. And um, like nothing you said makes any sense. You had a whole week to think of something to say. And this is what you came up with. Please, please, next time you want to lie, tell Chris Prosperi to go find a Degrassi writer to make you a better excuse. It's really difficult because like, obviously I don't condone his behavior, but also I want more of it because it's stupid and funny. Yeah, that's that's why he's like my star of the week. It's yeah. Like incredibly entertaining in a very, very funny way. Just like such a petulant child. Like it's so- it's so funny. It's so wild. Which that also reminds me that another Patreon thing we could do is watch the movie Chris Prosperi did with Dale from The Bachelor. <laughs> Oh, we should definitely do that. Because <laughs> you know the acting and that is just top notch. In case you're counting, this is episode 80, which means we're 20 episodes away from episode 100, which is kind of crazy. And we're like two months away from our two year. Can you believe we've been doing this for almost two years? <laughs> I mean, time crazy. doesn't exist in the pandemic. So yeah, that's true. It that's is pretty true. wild to think about. Um, but also, yeah, if you have suggestions for what we should do for our 100th episode send them our way once again open to suggestion we love hearing from you and so that's us you know where to find us if you're new we are at broadcast pod on twitter and on instagram you can also email us at broadcastpod at gmail.com we do not regularly check our emails but we will maybe eventually get back to you possibly maybe um but it's better to find us on Twitter because we are terminally online. Correct. (laughs) Bye. Bye.